Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur, a lifestyle coach, and a content creator for my brand, LaRue. And if you're here today, it's because you're ready to elevate your lifestyle, live more intentionally, and achieve your dreams. And you found just the right place to do so. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, I'm so thrilled to have you here with me today. And what do I always say? Of course, we are back with another episode with a topic I am so happy to be offering you guys today. I was actually talking about this with my friend a few weeks ago, and I thought, you know what? What a great topic of the week to have on LaRue. So here we are. We are talking about trusting your gut, trusting your intuition, and why it's so important and what it actually means. Obviously, As always, diving right in, I want to actually start by zooming out a bit and offering you guys a little bit of perspective around this subject. So I want to give you guys a little bit of statistic. Did you know that we consume roughly 74 gigabytes of information per day? That's equivalent to about 16 movies in 24 hours. That is a lot of information. However, we often process what we're actually comfortable with or already know out of fear of being overwhelmed with information. So that means that we roughly make around 20 to 35,000 decisions a day. That is a lot of decisions depending on our efficiency and accuracy. So we could be on the lower end of that 20,000 or on the higher end of that 35,000. And that's all according to proven studies, but only roughly 25% of those decisions and 74 gigabytes of that information is what's called new decisions, meaning that there are decisions that we didn't make that are the same as we made yesterday. For easy example, I'll say maybe yesterday and days before out of kind of routine, I have coffee in the morning, but for some reason I opened a cabinet and saw tea and I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to have tea this morning. That's a new decision. We were posed with new information and that's the decision we made today. So what I mean when I say that we process information and then make decisions that we're comfortable with is that, like I said, we do this out of fear of being overwhelmed by too much information. So let's say that you're going to buy your dad a gift and you want to get him a sign for his man cave and you go to a store that sells a bunch of signs and you're going in there with the idea in mind that you're going to buy a specific sign, a sign that says something specific for your dad, right? So you walk into the store and let's say there's 10,000 signs that they sell. You are basically tunnel visioning yourself into seeing only what you're there to buy. So you might miss a sign that says like a really cool fact or something that's really hilarious because you're only specifically looking for what you're there meant to be buying. This is a really interesting effect that we can often put ourselves into because we fear seeing too much information and being overwhelmed. So how does this go to our gut instinct. This information doesn't really seem important when it comes to little things like coffee or tea in the morning, or do I wanna buy my dad this sign or that sign? And you'll still have gut reactions to those things. You'll like one sign more than the other, or you like tea more than coffee. For me, I am coffee all the way. I do not like tea at all. And fun fact about me really quickly is that I enjoy a bitter cup of coffee. I really do. And I think my palate is expanding a lot. However, I find tea to just be so 
bitter in a different way than coffee and I just cannot stand the taste. So there you go, little tidbit about me. But I want to share with you guys what happens when we're posed with a decision and our gut reacts and it's a very important decision. So your gut or intuition is an emotional and or physical response to a situation or information that is presented to us. It's how we quickly and immediately respond to a scenario, often before we even have a chance to really think it through. It's kind of like our fight or flight. And like I said, our gut response to something, especially when it comes to something that could potentially change our lives or it's something that we know is really important to us, is how our physical body will react to something or how our emotional response to re- will react to something. So let's say that you get a job offer and you get butterflies in your stomach or you get a sinking feeling in your stomach. Those are gut instincts. It's not your immediate reaction to say yes or no to something necessarily. It doesn't have to be as black and white as something like yes or no, but it can very much be your physical or emotional response that makes you feel very much not even an inkling but a very much so strong response to whatever scenario you're being posed with so going back to the statistics let's say that out of that 74 gigabytes of information that we consume per day let's say that 0.5 percent of that information is related to an important decision we need to make during our day And to each piece of that information, we have a gut reaction or instinct that follows. So let's say out of that 5%, we get like five pieces of information during our day that relate to one big decision. And to each of those five pieces of information, we have a gut response. Why is it important to trust that instinct? Now, as humans, we have an incredibly strong desire to make sure that we're making the correct choice when it comes to decisions that could change our life. Why? Of course, always to make sure we're keeping ourselves safe. We want to protect ourselves. We have a fear of moving out of our comfort zones, which of course we've talked about time and time again, and we have a desire to keep ourselves safe. We want to make the decisions that we feel will keep us safe. So what decisions do we feel are unsafe or are scary that we think have to be the absolute correct choice before we make them? Is it like choosing between Italian and Mexican food for dinner? Is that really going to shift the trajectory of our lives? Likely not. But will choosing to move across the country or not change our lives? Likely. Yes, it probably will. So we have this desire to reinforce our gut instinct or validate that feeling. So what happens when it comes time to choose between these important decisions, yes or no, will I move, won't I move, whatever it is. When it comes to those big choices, like I said, despite our underlying understanding of what we feel we should do, our immediate response to that choice, we look to outside sources to validate or even invalidate our potential choice because of scarcity. We are so terrified of making the wrong decision and getting ourselves outside of what we feel is safe for ourselves that we decide to enlist anyone who will help in our decision-making process. This is what's called a false sense of urgency. We convince ourselves that there is an immediate scarcity in the decision-making process, so instead of making an informed decision with the information we already have, we choose to add more information to that by asking other people, hey, what do you think I should do? Or asking other things like the internet or books or even statistics what we should do rather than just following our gut. 
Now, I want to offer a little PSA. This certainly 100% isn't to say that we shouldn't ask our family and friends, hey, can you weigh these pros and cons with me? What do you think about this? Can you offer me a little advice? on these really big decisions. That certainly isn't to say you shouldn't run big decisions like these by the people you care for and love and trust in their opinion. However, the problem comes when we can no longer trust in ourselves to make the right decision, so we turn to someone else to make the decision for us. So if you're teetering on making a decision and you are literally going to think to yourself, okay, I'm going to go ask my parents what they think and that's going to be the final decision, that's the problem because if that decision, yes or no, goes wrong, where is that blame going to lie? Is it going to become your own blame? Is it going to become theirs? These big important decisions have to remain our own and have to come from our gut instinct because if they don't and something falls behind because of them, what are we left with? That's, you know, a very personal process that unfolds from that and that's why I think trusting our gut is so incredibly important. Our gut and our intuition have a strong, strong voice in our lives, but we become so terrified of what results may come of them that the wrong decision or that fear of making the wrong decision can often become louder than that initial voice. So we have to learn how to reprogram that a bit and learn how to deal with it and overcome that scarcity or that fear so that when it comes time to make a choice, we feel we're making the right choice out of the decision we're making on our own, not validation from outside sources and not because we're doing it out of immediacy or scarcity with this false sense of urgency. Now, in the blog that goes out on Friday, I'll talk about all the ways you can trust your intuition, follow that gut a little bit more, and ways to build that trust in yourself, which we talked a lot about last week. And I definitely encourage you to go listen to that podcast and read that blog. But as you know, on the podcast, we're here to have a conversation. So I want to share my stories with you and how I found the topics of conversation to be true or relevant in my life. Therefore, I would love to share a story with you guys about how I followed my gut and how that's led to an incredible shift in my life. And that's actually launching this podcast. That's the story I want to share with you guys today, what that's meant for me in following my own gut. So when I began my coaching with Haley, I was in a place where I was ready to make some big changes in the brand and I wanted to launch some new stuff and I really just wanted to make a big shift. And I asked Haley's advice on what she thought I should do. And given that she has such a successful podcast, she dropped the idea by me to start my own. And she said that my voice was really strong and it was obvious that I had a lot to say. And I immediately said, literally, absolutely not. I cannot. I was terrified of the idea of holding a conversation on my own and the idea of putting my voice and ideas out there in a way that was really unedited, in the way that a blog can be very curated and I can spend hours and hours editing a blog. Now, obviously I don't, I could, but I don't. I write a blog, I go back and edit it, and then I go back and edit it once more, and then it's finalized. But, you know, I can't really go back and edit my voice and edit what I say in a podcast. And that idea was very, very scary. But... The idea of a podcast did kind of get stuck in my head. 
So like I said, I knew I needed to make some changes to LaRue. I was really ready to take some really big leaps and I really wanted to take the brand to the next level. And I wanted to find ways to offer you guys more amazing content and reach people that weren't necessarily like blog readers. So one day I was sitting at my desk brainstorming ideas of all the things I could do. And at this point, I already knew I was launching the course. And of course, I'll let you guys know that right now I am doing a special on the course with the code new year for 22% off for the new year, 2022. And I also knew that I was launching the coaching program. So you guys know I have three tiers in the coaching program. The intentional for those in need of more niched coaching, the transitional for those ready to challenge their lifestyle and mindset, and the mastermind for those ready to completely overhaul their life and chase their big dreams. So the course and the coaching were ways for me to connect really with you guys individually. But I wanted even more. I wanted another platform to share my voice and share my message of intentional living, a way I could grow LaRue as a brand by reaching a a lot more people. And I had a couple ideas, things that also really scared me, a YouTube channel dedicating time to growing TikTok. But the idea of a podcast, as terrifying as it really was, just was really sticking. Each time I was looking at this list and brainstorming, my gut was just going back to the word podcast. And what did it for me was one day when I was continuing to brainstorm, I looked down at my daily planning page, which I sell in my storefront on LaRue. It's under products for $2.99. The title on my daily and weekly planning pages is do the damn thing. And I thought, wow, that would be a really fantastic title for a podcast. And my gut was just telling me to take the leap. And I just kept telling myself, no, don't do it. It's just going to be so scary. I had such a big fear still of being seen and a fear of being judged. And really, I think it was just a fear of being uncensored and unedited. It was it was me being my most raw and vulnerable in a way that I knew if I was going to do a podcast, it was going to be podcasts like I've been doing, sharing my story, sharing my messages in a way that was completely transparent. And that sounded very, very terrifying to me because of ways I've been judged in my past. I decided, okay, you know what? My gut is telling me to do this. Maybe I'll do a little bit of research on it, what it's like to start a podcast, what goes into it. And I started looking at it and I even started brainstorming ideas for podcasts. And I knew that my first episode would definitely be like kind of my story and my journey to getting to this that point in my life when I had initially launched the podcast, which has already been like four and a half months ago. So that's crazy. But I was just kind of really scared to be very frank and honest with you guys. The idea of just sitting here, what I'm doing right now, having a full-on conversation, one-sided conversation, hoping and praying that you guys are not only getting the message and understanding what I'm saying, but relating to it. Like you're consuming the information that I'm saying and you're consuming the messages and the content that I'm saying, but then on a completely deeper level, you're grasping onto it in a way that says, wow, it's like she's telling my story back to me. And now, of course, you may not relate to it in a level that's like, 
okay, I literally went through the exact same thing and thinking I was going to launch a podcast and I did. But all my stories I want you to relate to in a way that you've felt the same emotions in a situation that you've been in and you understand on some sort of level what I'm saying. And that's always my goal with literally every piece of content that I publish, whether it's an Instagram post, even an Instagram story, whether it's happy and heartfelt, all of my stories I would hope are heartfelt, but you know what I mean? Like whatever I'm saying, podcast, blog, even the one-on-one coaching, every piece of content in every way I'm putting in my work, when I am working with you guys directly, that is always my hope. And I've said that to you guys so many times. And I knew that with this podcast, that would make it even more raw and vulnerable. And that's what really scared me is because producing a platform like this, it's it's a lot of pressure to say the right things and do the right things and make sure that the messages I'm putting out are as inclusive as they possibly can be to making sure that every single person that ever comes across this podcast that is on it for the right reasons and looking for this type of content can find value in the words that I'm saying and in the messages that I'm putting across. And that felt like a lot to me. And I just wasn't sure if I was ready for it yet. So what really did it for me in letting me follow my gut instinct I was listening to, actually, of course, Haley's podcast one day, and it was the fear of success podcasts that she has, which are truly and utterly, absolutely fantastic. They're like cornerstone content pieces of her podcast. And I was just like, you know what? I could put out this podcast and it could skyrocket to success and thousands and thousands of people could download it. Or, you know what, maybe a hundred people hear it, but what if, what if the message I put out there in those podcasts changes those people's lives? That's what did it for me. That was my gut telling me to do it. I could change someone's life with the messages that I knew I had to offer, with the stories that I knew I wanted to share. I knew that that was the power that I wanted to wield with this podcast. I knew that that was what I wanted to get across with this platform. The blog was, and still is, of course, a way for me to share my voice, but it's also very much so me telling you guys how to apply intentional living and this lifestyle to your life. It's not a lot of, in the beginning, me launching LaRue and launching the blog, it was very much so me telling you guys how I had transformed my life. But now as I've grown and as the brand has grown and as I've been working with you guys one-on-one, I'm seeing more and more results that you guys are showing me and that's what I'm sharing now. It is a lot still me showing you guys how I'm changing my life because that's the power of this brand. However, The blog is now more of a platform of me telling you guys and showing you guys and sharing with you guys techniques of how to live intentionally. And I wanted the podcast to be a platform where I did that and also shared these stories with you guys to inspire you. And that's so much of the feedback that I've gotten is these really wonderful, very vulnerable and raw messages of you guys sharing. You know, I listened to this podcast today and I my jaw dropped because I couldn't believe how much I could relate to your story or it felt like you were telling me my life back to me. And I just can't believe how many of us have shared universal experiences 
in the way that it's been so personal for us in the moment, but the emotions and the experience behind it have all been very, very similar. And that's what I love so much about this platform. So I didn't know that that was going to come out of it, but my gut was telling me that something amazing was going to come out of it. And I had to get over my fear, which also, again, we've talked about on this podcast before the fears of failure and the fear of being seen and specifically the fear of being judged. And you guys know, I've kind of walked around this subject before of how I've been ridiculed and judged in my life, which we've all been there and all walked down that road before. But in February, I received a very, I don't even know how to put it, eye-opening, I guess, letter from someone in my past, from two people really in my past. And it put me in a incredibly dark spot in my life because I received that letter the day before my brother's birthday, which is also two weeks before the anniversary of his death. So I was already in just like a really hard time. That's naturally a very hard couple of weeks in my life. Um, Just, you know, remembering him and, you know, feeling his presence in my life and trying to celebrate his life while he's not here. And I received that letter and it was some of the most disgusting things I've ever heard in my life. It was so incredibly mean. And it was from someone I really don't even know. And that was what really sparked so much of this change. And I feel like I'm really in a point in my life now than I guess eight months since I've gotten that letter and I feel like I'm at a point where I am very ready to share it because I've done so much healing work around it but you know when I started with my coaching with Haley that was really a lot of what we focused on was what was in that letter going back to the topic of this podcast I'll say that my gut in that moment was telling me to believe everything that was said in that letter and it really tore me to pieces. But then I, I healed and I got the confidence back in myself and I believed in myself again. And I realized that that letter was nothing more than a reflection on that person and who they are and who the other person involved is. It meant nothing to me and it means nothing to me. And all I can do now is actually look back and thank that letter for coming into my life despite the timing because it is actually what sparked me to get to the point where I was really ready to take new and bigger leaps with LaRue. It's what got me to the point of launching the coaching program, creating and launching the course, which I have received such amazing feedback on and so many people have loved the course. You guys, it is so fantastic and it's doing so well. So right now, go take advantage of the 22% off because trust me, this course leading up to the new year will put you in a whole new arena to approach a fantastic 2022 and get you in a place to conquer your goals for the next year. But anyway, I think that following your gut gives us a way to speak to ourselves without actually having maybe a real conversation. It's kind of like going back to the conversation we had on high energy vibration. Your gut instinct is a vibrational energy that's reflecting the way you feel. So if your gut is telling you to do something or not to do something, it's that vibrational energy coming back into your life and telling you this is the right decision. And 
we have such a hard time listening to it because like I said, we we fear not making the right choice or we fear feeling unsafe. Now, this podcast wasn't necessarily a right or wrong choice for me. It was the fear of feeling unsafe. It was the fear of feeling judged. And I was so scared of what may come of that, even though I didn't even know, what if I'm never judged? Now, of course, the likelihood of that is very, 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 very slim, but it could happen. What if what if every single person who ever came across this podcast just loved it and it was exactly what they needed in their life? Now, that result is actually possible. However, I knew that that was so slim and the, the fear of judgment entered and that's where I felt unsafe and that's why I was terrified of following my gut instinct and that is why I felt the need to validate that gut instinct so that's where I turned to other people and other thoughts and statistics of success with podcasts and etc so when we turn to these outside sources we're pushing down the voice of our gut and telling ourselves "Mm, maybe maybe not I don't know should I do this should I not maybe it's not the right choice it's gonna put me in an unsafe scenario no not you know physically unsafe but It's going to make my subconscious think I'm unsafe and your subconscious always wants you to feel safe. So it's going to even the scales immediately. You're going to try and even those scales immediately. So when I first launched the podcast, that first, you know, two weeks, especially that first episode, I immediately felt unsafe. So my subconscious inserted ways for me to feel safe in that time. So, you know, I was spending more time with my family and, validating things that I felt insecure about in that time because of the podcast, because of following my gut and putting myself out there in ways that I knew would likely be a great success and has been because of you guys and because of your support. But there was that slim potential that it couldn't be. And that was terrifying. So our gut instinct, those things happen in our lives they we feel those things we feel those emotions and we feel that physical reaction to something because it's likely something that will change our lives you know we don't have a gut reaction or a gut instinct that feels life-changing to things like what movie we should watch tonight because that's not going to change the rest of our lives but do we have a gut reaction to should we take job a or job b absolutely because we know deep down which one is going to offer us the bigger future the better options does one feel safer than the other maybe it could be does one feel less like a big shift opportunity but offers maybe better benefits or a bigger raise i don't know but we always want to feel and take the opportunity that might feel a little bit safer but does that mean that it's the correct or right choice Do we ever really know the answer to that? I don't think so. Will we know the answer to that in the future when we've made the choice and followed our gut? I think so. I do. Because I think our gut almost always is correct. So my advice to you guys is to always follow your gut instinct when it comes to things that are really, really important. Jobs, relationships. Oh my God, that is a whole nother podcast your gut instinct when it comes to another human being, I will, I, I feel like I can very confidently say this, is always correct. If you have a gut instinct about someone, it's correct. If you have a feeling you should end a relationship with someone, you're correct. Always follow that gut instinct. I am telling you, if you have been looking for a sign, this is it. 
follow your gut because it's correct. And when it comes to other important decisions, like should I move or should I not? Should I take this job or should I not? Should I apply for a new job or should I not? If you're someone who's more practical and really craves this feeling of feeling safe, then start by doing the practical steps. Start by weighing your pros and cons and see what comes up. And then listen to your gut. Allow that process to unfold and see what comes up. See what you're resisting in that process and address that. Because that resistance is your gut feeling. Whatever you're resisting in that process is what's telling you to make the decision. I hope that makes sense. This podcast, I feel like I've been recording for like five minutes and it's already been almost half an hour. So I'm going to wrap up here. I really enjoyed this topic. I think that this has been, as always, I hope, very personal and very transparent with you guys. Yeah, that's what I've got for you guys today. And as always, if this episode resonated with you or if you think you have someone in your life who is trying to make a decision and they can't, definitely send this their way and let them know. Just text it to them and be like, time to follow your gut. (laughs) And uh, I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.